What's up, listeners? Patrick here. Just giving you guys a nice, friendly introduction to the episode. I know this is something that we've never done on the show before, but this episode definitely calls for it. Now, first things first, uh, we have um, a little bit of announcement to make. Um, first of all, the show is just me now. Ah, I'm just kidding. I couldn't even go forward with that joke. Um, but the truth is, is that we decided that we're no longer going to be doing a topic of the week anymore. This decision um, was brought during, like, kind of toward the end of this episode's recording because we didn't really have a topic of the week planned out. And truth be told, we kind of used to just wing it half the time anyways um, because if we've learned anything through doing this podcast is that Kyle and I could just bullshit over anything and have enough content to put out an episode. But we didn't want to keep doing that to you guys. We felt like it was... Um, robbing you guys of the content that you probably want. Um, so what we're trying to do now is um, if there is a golden juicy topic that we want to talk about um, at great length, we will do so in a separate off-topic episode. As usual, I think that we will continue to just throw random tidbits at the end of each episode like we uh, normally do. And if you have topics that you do want us to cover on future episodes you can of course contact us through email which is obviously the new music podcast at gmail.com or you can dm us straight up on instagram those two are probably the most effective ways of contacting us um, but without further ado let's just dive on into this episode there's a lot of great content that we have on this episode that we're excited for you guys to hear about so let's not waste any more time and let's just dive on in Alright, uh, welcome to the New Music Podcast with you two right here from upstate New York. I'm Kyle. And I'm Pat. We did it the opposite way, motherfuckers. How do you like that? <laughs> I think they I think they think it's just fine. Just fine. Are you back Try on the PPR again? No. <laughs> <laughs> No. Oh my god, it's gonna be one of those episodes, guys. Just a I, forewarning. By the way, I can't do Michelob Ultra anymore. I can't do my beer anymore. Why? What, what happened? I think my taste buds are coming back from since I quit vaping and smoking. So yeah. He's developing a sense of taste and realizing that Michelob Ultra tastes like ass. It doesn't taste like ass. It just tastes like water. I mean. There, there's a perfectly good reason why Michelob Ultra and Bud Light taste like water. Yeah. Because they're light beers. And they're cheap. <laughs> facts. Also facts. Well, actually, right. PBR's pretty cheap, too. Forgot about that. PBR's pretty cheap. That's why I drink Yinling. It's the only, uh, like, cheap beer that has any kind of, like, boldness to it. So, yep. get it. <clears throat> oh, speaking of beers, I, I, I have to say this real quick. Um... I happened to watch this. Um, I watched this video. It's basic to bougie. It's basically um, two guys uh, eat two or three different types of basic foods, and they also eat three different ty- types of bougie, which is rich people food. Um, <laughs> yeah. Now I get it. <laughs> yeah, but um, they, they had this uh, this line of beers, and um, guess how much the most expensive beer that they had. Just for one fucking can, dude. 
and, and, I, know, and I've, I've seen some pretty expensive cans. You and Justin drank that twenty dollar beer, twenty so, beer, which was fantastic. That that shit was fucking good. Um, I would have to say probably somewhere around fifty to a hundred dollars. It was around forty. You, you were close, but it was it was something that you would enjoy because it was black and fucking bitter. And I was like, yeah, that, that'd be Pat's alley. I was like, I was thinking to myself, I was like, dude, this is, and I, you know, when you're an alcoholic, when you know what beer it is just from the fucking color. <laughs> like, I was like, holy shit, these are all IPAs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Holds it up to the light. You can't see through it at all. <laughs> yeah, I swear to God. They went through the list and I was like, that's that, that's that, and that's that. And they went through it exactly. And I'm like, I need to stop drinking. <laughs> I was like, oh, yep. my God. Or you need to start brewing. It's one of the two. Yeah, that too. I mean, fuck it. You, you either, <laughs> you either um, die the hero or live long enough to see yourself become the alcoholic. <laughs> I'm already at that point. My shift is done. <laughs> my shift is done. Yeah, your shift is done, and I have to work in a couple hours, so... Pat's not going to have too many of these today because he knows better. Well, thank you for uh, enjoying our banter. Um, shall we dive on into the news? <laughs> we didn't even say how we were. None of that. We just went on a fucking tangent. Uh, well, I'm I'm gravy. Gravy, gravy. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, so how have you been these past couple of days? You know, these past couple of days, I have kind of been stressing out a lot um just been kind of like busy between family and work stuff um but that's about it you know no i get you uh definitely i wanted to get back into streaming obviously from the listeners yeah you're working on it i'm trying but like like it got to a point where i was trying to figure out that instagram thing and then then we realized that it changed um that little yeah, hat. that pissed me off. Oh, it pissed me right the fuck. I was like, you know what? I'm done fucking with this. I'm not even gonna stream. I'm done. Like, it was at that point. Yeah. But um, guys, if you don't, if you just let you know, I am streaming. I will be streaming. If you want to connect with me, want to ask about the podcast or anything music related, we're good. Definitely ask about his titties. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, he's got a lot to say on the topic. Absolutely. I'm flat chested. That's it. (laughs) 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 But no, um, other than that, I'm all right. I mean, I felt like the past couple of days have been just long as fuck. I don't know why. Just felt like they were long days. I mean, the majority of my focus outside of like the, the everyday bullshit has been like focusing on podcasts, like the podcast's growth. And yep. shit like that. So I've been like deep diving into like things like marketing, like uh, drop shipping, and um, <clears throat> honestly, um, something I don't really do too much of, which is Reddit, getting into the subreddits. So yeah, I don't do I'm that. Figure that shit out. I'm not even gonna lie, I don't even do that shit. And I saw that you uh, talked to our boy Jared le- uh, a couple nights ago. Yeah. Video chat with him. Yes. Uh, long story short, we think my sister-in-law is um, in a cult, and he's the guy oh, to talk oh. to about that. So. I mean, yeah, that's facts. <laughs> yeah. So what, what cult? 
Uh, we don't really know, but we know that it is some sort of an offshoot of Protestant. Um, so, and, and anybody that knows Protestant is really just like, there's so many different types of Protestant um, when it comes to any kind of Christ-based faith. But, um, yeah, uh, needless to say, there are some concerns. Um, oh, so it's that. So, well, I mean, you know, when well, family members say, start yeah, like... Well, Cults are kind of <laughs> one of the big like red flags was that she pushes everybody in her immediate family away and everything has to go through Mama Kidder. Who the fuck is Mama Kidder? That's her mother in law. She oh, lives okay. with her mother in law. Everything goes through her. So uh, that's a little like Oh, you want to go see your family? I have to check with Mama Kidder. Oh, you want to take your kid to the Do park? They, Go check with mom. Call, did she call her that? Yes. Kidder is her last name. That's that's the oh, thing. The okay. Kidder is the last name. I that's, thought she just started um, saying that, and I was like, um, that's fucking weird. That's a definite red flag. Um. <laughs> oh, the, the serious red flag, though, is that they do, like, these uh, church gathering. Like, I guess you could call them, like, they're not quite, like, sermons. They're kind of just, like, um, group activities. Um, they run everything straight out of the basement of their home, <laughs> which I know sounds a little weird as it is, bit. but nobody's allowed to go there unless you practice the religion. So um, that's that right there is the red flag. Um, if anybody listening knows anything about like cults that go on in Vermont or the Kidder family or anything quite like that, uh, send us an email to the new music podcast 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 at gmail.com. <clears throat> We would love to hear what you have to say, me specifically, because I'm worried about my sister-in-law. So, <clears throat> yeah, let's uh, let's move on, shall we? Sure. So, first piece of news. I am not a big Megadeth fan. Never have been. Never really will be. <laughs> me um, either. But for those of you who uh, are fans of him, them, you would know that Dave Mustaine has been going through some cancer treatments. And very recently, he had his first show since the diagnosis. And honestly, yeah. Clap it up. There you go, man. That's that's fucking sick. Like, just to see, like, any kind of recovery going on. Thanks. This is a great time to be alive. We've got so many potential cures for cancer. And it's very exciting. Very, very exciting. Let's see. He went and did 10 fucking songs. He did 10 songs. God. That was his first live appearance in 15 months. Whoa, whoa. Megadeth opened for Five Finger Death Punch. Can we get a rip and chat? <laughs> uh, yeah. Can we get a rip and chat? Yeah. What the fuck? I mean... I think it should have been the other way around, but that's besides the point. Absolutely. Even even we did kind of praise their new album that's coming out, but still, like they're well, not. I'll I'll say like you know I, I didn't really praise it. I will say all I did was kind of like give it like a okay. It's 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 not the five finger death punch I've come to know and hate. So <laughs> it's it's a little bit better. It's good. It's all right. Can't still, hate on this one. You can't. Uh, that's that should have been a little different, but okay. Yeah. But moving on, um, so I have a um 
an article here saying that uh, Dayseeker's stolen van. Dayseeker is a pretty awesome, actually, pretty awesome band. Um, but apparently their trailer, their van, and their gear was all stolen in California. But that van was found. Oh, shit. They found it. So let's dive on to the, into this article. I've got um, a Lamgo article uh, dated January 21st. Um, it says, more than a month after having their van, trailer, and gear stolen in California, Dayseeker have revealed that the van that the van has been located and returned. The trailer had been found previously in parentheses. So, unfortunately, the band's missing gear has yet to be located. Dayseeker has issued the following update. The van has been located. Huge win for the Dayseeker team. No sign of our music gear, unfortunately. But still, thank you for the support and helping us get back on our feet. We have a lot of work to get done in getting our van up and running. Plus, we're replacing all of our equipment. <clears throat> but we, could, we couldn't have done it all without you. You have given us so much, and now we'd like to give back to other people who really need it. With that being said, our fundraiser show will now have 100% of the ticket sales going to support the Australian fires. Yo, so they're in the middle of trying to get all their gear back, and they're still putting money into the Australian wildfires. That, dude, shit on the metal industry as much as you want, but we have shit like this going on right now. By the way, um, since we're in that topic, hold up. Since we're in that topic, oh, we're going to get into oh, this oh. one. Since we're on the Australian topic, phone, can you work, please? Thank you. You have to read this one in an Australian accent. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it. <laughs> but, uh, I'm going to butcher it. Um, the Acacia Strain releases T-shirt to benefit Australian wildfire efforts. So, let's get into this one real quick. Uh, the the I fucking hate my life. I literally just said it like two seconds ago. <laughs> Proud of you. Acacia Strain. Acacia. Is... Shut up! I know! Acacia. I know! Vincent's going to hear this and come kill us. I know. <laughs> the latest metal band to try to do something good. Try and do some good for Australia. Wow. Uh, I know how to read. Uh, the band has just released a new t-shirt via Merch Limited, whose proceeds, proceeds will be donated to Wildlife Victoria. Grab one here. Uh Grab one. Oh, that's fucking dope. Hold up. That's fucking dope. Hold up. Hold up. Hold yeah. up, hold up. We them boys. I went straight to their uh to their Instagram and found the, the image really quick while you were doing that. And oh, it's yeah. a fucking kangaroo with that's a sign that says help. send help. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Oh, yeah, oh, the fucking the the black the black hoodie looks fucking sick. Facts. That I don't know, man. Twenty five bucks. I don't know, on dude. Champion, yo, on Champion. That's pretty fucking cheap. I don't know. Oh wait, no, that's forty seven bucks. Never mind, I lied. All right, I'm really quickly going to post this to the Facebook or to the Instagram story. 
so that you guys can go buy it. So if anybody actually wants to. Buy it. Buy it. Buy it. Why buy not? it. <laughs> what is with us today in that accent? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, uh, th- this is a quote from uh, from the band. Australia has always welcomed us with open arms and made us feel like we were home instead of half halfway or half a world away. It's our turn to show our appreciation and give back. 100% of profit of this shirt will go to Wildlife Victoria. Buy one for you. Buy one for a friend. Buy one for your mom. Buy six. Let us send our friends in Australia some well-deserved help. Send help. Send help. I cannot but that wait until was... we have the resources to do shit like that. Thanks. But um, definitely. I mean that that was that was pretty much the quote off of their Instagram. Uh, definitely um, definitely help them out. I'm thinking about buying the shirt. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Uh, because I already bought a shirt, so I'm trying to like calm down with buying shirts. <laughs> it's the fucking struggle, man. It's the fucking. You str- want all the band merch. You want to support your favorite homies. That wasn't even band merch. I just wanted it because it looked fucking dope. Yeah. <laughs> you want to support all your homies in the music industry, but then yeah. you're like, oh, <laughs> kind of only got $3 in the bank account right now. Yeah. I have $3. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> My fucking life. <laughs> like, bills uh. are hard, fam. <laughs> bills are hard. They fucked me up. Uh, all, right. all right. On to the next one. So, dude proposes to his girlfriend in the pit at a machine head show. <laughs> so, uh, let's dive on in. I'm not even going to lie. I have some questions. <laughs> That's why I'm like, let's just dive on in, shall we? <laughs> I have All right. questions. This is a metal injection article posted by Breg Ken- Kennelty. I think that's how you fucking say that. Okay. Anyway, anyway. Uh, Machine Head is currently out on their Burn My Eyes anniversary tour and had plenty of memorable, had a pretty memorable night in Phoenix, Arizona. Of course, this would happen in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, (laughs) Don't leave me, please. (laughs) Please. I beg you. Moving on. Please. (laughs) Um, A fan proposed to his girlfriend during the intro to Death Church in the Circle Pit, and she said yes. Because why would she say no? How would how could she say no? Yes, uh, I, I I honestly thought it wasn't a circle pit. It would have been it would be even better if it was like the wall of death or something. They're in the middle and he just like stop um, and he proposes. <laughs> That'd I don't be see how amazing. that would work out at all. I don't know, but that would be fucking amazing. That would be amazing. They would need to have like five or six security guards just surrounding the two of them to yeah. make sure that none of them got hurt. Well, no, no, I'm talking about, like, before the fucking thing went on, he just got into the middle and, like, 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 <laughs> like just dropped on his knee immediately. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. <laughs> Guys on stage, stop playing the music. Hold up. Hold up. <laughs> no, keep playing. Just don't say go. <laughs> just don't say go. Please. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, but um, let's see here. The uh, There was a statement put out. It doesn't say who it's by. It just says that there's a statement. Um, 
Last night, this man proposed in the circle pit during the intro to Deaf Church. Who says romance is dead? What a was a pretty incredible moment in the middle of the song and a first for us. Congratulations to the two of them. Someone please let us know their name so we can shout them out. I'm pretty sure that's one of the band members. It's either the band member or it's either a band member or a manager of the band. I don't know, man. Sometimes if you're like a super fan of a band, you want to do shit like that. Like, didn't we talk about a guy who wanted his ashes spread at like a Lamb of God um, event? Oh, that was a like long during the time pit. Ago. Yeah, I know we talked ago. about it though. Yeah, it was. That's a fucking crazy story though. Um, yeah, I, I, I think that they probably appreciate not having their name shouted out, but yeah. still. Um, Still, that's that's pretty fucking cool. That's lit. Speaking of lit, Lady Titty has vocalist Michael Barr rejoined Volumes. Oh, oh, we about to learn today. About to learn today, bitch. Now, for those of you who don't know, Michael Barr used to be the vocalist during the first couple of years of the band. Um. Let's see here. Let's let's just dive on into the article because I've got a couple of articles. I love, the history. I love the history with volumes with issues. I just love the history of it. I'm What's not. That? Uh, well, one of the vocalists, I can't remember which one. It's it was either the harsh vocalist or the clean vocalist was in volumes and left, I guess, or something. Something happened between them and they separated and then someone made issues and they made volumes, I guess. I, I remember that's I remember issues and wait. Volumes. That's um, you're talking. You're talking about um. Oh, this is gonna drive me nuts. I swear to God, um, it was that song and, and delinquents. What was yes. me? The band. What was me? Oh yes, 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 yes. And that was a dope fucking band. Fuck yeah, I used dude. to I used to listen to and delinquents like two or three times a day. Right up there with Forgive and Forget by Miss May I, and yes. Who Could Forget the Final Episode by Asking Alexandria. Because, you know, we, we had to give you the real 2011 feel. And also, um, Hey Mister by Miss May I, one of my favorite fucking songs. Well, highly relatable to someone in your situation, and That's anybody in that situation. But Forgive and Forget has a special place in my heart. Very so. True. So let's let's uh, dive on in, shall we? We have a Metal Sucks article posted by Axel Rosenberg. We're sh- fucking putting you on blast again, Mr. Axel. All right. So Gus Farias. So, okay. Sure. Um, was <laughs> fired from volumes last year for reasons unknown, although we strongly suspect it had something to do with being too cheap to get a new keyboard where the caps lock button isn't stuck. Rip. What? What? I, <laughs> what? <laughs> regardless of the reasons, um, okay. volumes are, are going to need a new frontman. According to Farius, at least, the new frontman will be the band's old frontman, Michael Abar. Um, so we have some Twitter posts. I don't know who Baba Voss is. I feel like I should know who that is, but I don't. Um, You're sitting there right now. Yeah. I haven't listened to volumes in a hot minute. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I'm listening Michael to Michael Barr hot. is back in volumes. I wish them the best of luck 
and then a comment saying, have you asked him? That would be fucked, yo. They don't have the balls to look me to look me in they and tell me because I got both of them their position in the bank. Okay, so this is clearly an ex-member who is a little bit salty. Uh, just a little bit. A little uh, bit. And he obviously if this is a joke, know I'm a be pissed. No, and it's all in caps, by the way. Oh, probably. I like. So, I, like... I get the feeling that this is Gus. Probably. Because it's caps lock. That's probably the joke. Oh my god! Probably the joke. (laughs) If that's the fucking joke, I swear to God. I swear to God. I will find find you. I will personally give you a hug. Find you exactly. New music (laughs) podcast. If you're listening, first of all, we made it. Second of all, we want to give you a hug. And third of all, you want to help us, right? For the show, because that'd be amazing. Um, just saying. Um, <clears throat> um, waiting on volumes to say something. Oh, this is great. You're gonna love this. <laughs> Stone Cold, I love it. Stone Cold at, at uh, I believe it was, I believe it was the 1999 Royal Rumble when he took out everybody. He's just waiting. Child. Are you going to start a, a wrestling podcast? Because it sounds like you're pretty knowledgeable about this shit. Uh, well, <laughs> no, I can't. I can't. Not not without you, Pat. I'm sorry. I can't. No, I, I couldn't. I really couldn't. I, I don't I, I, talk about wrestling that much. <laughs> I, no, I'm just saying I could. I probably could not do another fucking podcast without you. I'm not even going to lie. We just fucking click. You cut out that whole sentence. I'm not even going to lie to you. Go back in the recording. We didn't get a single word of that, Pat. We didn't get a single word, bro. Because I do all the work. All right, chill out. <laughs> no, well, I feel you, man. I know what you mean. I'm here. All right. Hey, at least I'm here. Getting back, <laughs> getting back into the article. <laughs> I would argue that working with Gus... For as long as, for so long is what makes Volume look like fools. But I know his brother Diego is still in the band, so that probably motivated them to put up with his inarticulate, allegedly scamming ass for as long as they did. (laughs) So I get the impression that they don't like us. At all. I mean, I don't blame them. I mean... If you've listened to the last couple of Volumes records, I liked what they were trying to do. I'm not going to lie. I haven't listened to them in a hot minute. Like, I'd have to re-listen to them again. Edge of the Earth will always be my Volumes jam. Always. At the Edge of the Earth! Anyway. um, Everything else was like, I could tell that they were trying to do something that hasn't been done yet. But I really feel like it could have been done if they had just done it. Maybe not, not with Gus. Um, I don't know. Anyway, moving on. Um, as to why telling them Farias, as to why telling Farias they were replacing him with Bar would give Farias uh, cause to take them to court. I have no idea. I also have no idea why, if it did give Farias cause to bring them to court, hiring Bar after they fired Farias would change that. I do have some idea why Volumes would rather work with Bar than Farias, and that idea is because Bar is a much classier guy. 
Pew, 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 pew. Shot. <laughs> really, the takeaways here should probably be one, or maybe back in Boston. <clears throat> you all right? Let me try that again. <laughs> really, the takeaways here are probably one, Michael Barr may be back in volumes, and two, never take legal advice from someone who types in all caps. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, you're not All right, wrong. Axel, you wrote a pretty damn good article this time. I really, I really like this one. <laughs> I really like this one. Uh, I mean, you're not wrong, dude. Because um, originally when I had heard about this story, I came across an article by a publication that I'd never even heard of, which was The New Fury. Um, and let's see here. It says, after releasing last year's Coming Clean EP to solid success, the relative lack of activity from volumes unearthed fans um, of the band. Not many tours, not many updates, with Gus Farias leaving the band last year. With only Mike Terry at the vocal helm, volumes has always been a predicate has always been predicated on two vocalists. Now the band appears to have solved this issue in a huge way. So really what they were referring to was Baba Voss, which I'm again assuming is Farias, um, posting Mike Barr is back in volumes. I wish them the best of luck. Um, so it starts based on this Twitter post, but no one really knows for sure because the band hasn't said shit. Mm. So, <clears throat> Michael Barr, if you're listening, first of all, we made it. We fucking made it. Second of all, yo, hit us up. Let us know what's really going on with volumes. <laughs> and if anybody we, that's listening knows him, hit him up. Hit him fucking up. Fucking facts. Fucking facts. And it would speak volumes if uh, he would. <laughs> that would be the first pun that has made Kyle run away. We shall wait for his return. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm fucking back. <laughs> All right, what what do you have? Because I don't want to talk Jesus anymore for a minute. Right? Yeah, fuck minute. off. <laughs> what do you have, Kyle? I have two articles, okay, and they go hand in hand. One will lead into the other, but um, this will be on the new releases. Um, Eminem. Uh, the new article, or, well, the new album. I don't know why I said article. Rip. Uh, the, <laughs> the album. We'll talk about the album later on. But, um, so this came up after I listened to the whole album. Um, it's good. I'm not going to get fully in-depth into it. Um, until the new releases. It's pretty fucking good. So check it out if you haven't. Uh, as Eminem, an Eminem album wouldn't be an Eminem album without name drops. <sighs> On Friday, January 17th, the legendary Detroit rapper pleasantly surprised fans when he dropped his 
brand new LP, Music to be Murdered by. The 20-track project, which I flipped out when it was 20 fucking things. I was like, oh my god. I know, right? (laughs) I was like, this is going to be a fucking long-ass fucking album. Um, Features an array of appearances from the likes of Late Juice World, R.I.P., to Young M.A., Q-Tip to Don Tolliver, I believe. What? Yeah, I don't know. I'm still over, I'm still like flabbergasted of Q-Tip, but that's besides the point. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And more, uh, while boasting an equally impressive amount of naming names of his fellow peers. True to M form, the name drops could, don't come without controversy. The rapper has already receiving backlash for making light of the tragic bombing at Ariana Grande Manchester UK concert in 2017. I remember on, that. Me too. On the MA feature on a on accommodating, I believe. Uh, elsewhere on the song, M mentions Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> As yeah, his that happened. Previous beef. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to get a quote by that, by the way. Uh, this mm. time, however, he chose to put it to rest. And I quote But when they asked me, is the war finished with MGK? Of course it is. I cleansed him with his mortal sins. I'm God. And the Lord forgives even the devil worshipers. End quote. M reps. And I quote, I'm moving on, I'm moving on, but you know your scruples, maybe, uh, are, are, maybe, are gone when you're born with Lucifer's horns, end quote. Um, yeah, I heard that and I was like, oh shit, <laughs> I immediately, and by the way, by the way, MGK tweeted, by the way. Uh-huh. He had two different tweets, and we'll get into that in a second. Yeah. So, <laughs> on the very same track, M also matches Notorious Big, Grand, Grand Pumbaa, Ice Cube, The Poor Righteous Teachers, Dr. Dre, Kanye West, Beyonce, Jay-Z, Andre 3000, and Snoop Dogg M.A. Seemingly got into the spirit as well. Uh, as she mentions... Shoddy, Shoddy, Quavo, Migos, Drake, and Lil Wayne, and all, all in her one verse. Holy shit. Yep. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Today, XXL takes a look at every rapper M manages to mention on his new album. See them for yourself below. Now, we're going to get into the MGK tweets before we get into this, because this is a long-ass list, everybody. Oh, a yeah. long fucking list so i'm gonna go on to twitter and i'm gonna get colson where are you mr colson <sighs> all right so when they when the thing came up well he tweeted about mac miller by the way the max album mac miller album he said yeah. it was fucking but uh when that shit dropped he dropped two tweets okay the first one mad as fuck i just stepped out of a loud room to hear this bullshit Poop emoji. The next tweet, he been rich and mad for 20 years straight. 
laughing emoji, garbage emoji. So will MGK respond? That's all I got to say. Will he respond? Most likely. I'm not even going to lie to you. Yeah. He probably will. 100%. If we know MGK, he's going to fucking respond. Yeah. So let's go down on the list. Here's every rapper that Eminem name drops on his music to be murdered by album. Jay-Z. And it'll actually it'll it'll actually show me the songs that he mentions him and also the lyrics. So here we go. So Jay-Z on the song Free Motion intro. I should I should go lyrics and I quote. I should go and say that shit to Tech Nine or to Jigga. Nobody said shit about two chains as long as he been here shit. Uh, the next song unaccommodating featuring young ma and i quote ape shit beyonce jay-z and i'm back with andre baby and the doctors operating end quote little engine uh and i quote i call mercedes a benzo bitch i ball like a baby ball like a ball like jay but not jason jay-z as in leno all right, Machine Young. Gun Kelly. That song, that song yeah. was fucking fire. That song was fucking fire. Little Engine was fire. Uh, MGK, yeah, uh, the song Yaya yeah, featuring whatever that fucking rapper's name is. Look, uh, that song kind of kind of annoyed the shit out of me. A little bit for me too. Uh, Q-Tip, Black Thought, and Royce Five Nine. And I quote. This one goes fucking hard. I'm not even gonna lie. This song, especially this bar that he says to MGK, this diss to MGK, especially, especially the second verse. Like, holy fuck! <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's get into it. I'm I'm done praising it. Uh, and I quote: "Me and this game, we got married already. Had the prenup ready. Fuck daughter. Should have been. Should have seen her. Should have seen her belly." R.I.P. Holy fuck. <laughs> Holy shit. She barely was three months pregnant. Bitch had to give me a baby. We need it, Machine Gun Kelly. Or we named it Machine Gun Kelly. Bruh. <laughs> the second song, Unaccommodating, featuring Young M.A. And I quote, But when they ask me if the war is finished with MGK, of course it is. I cleanse him with his mortal sins. I am God, and the Lord forgives when devil worshippers, even devil worshippers. Kanye West is our next one on the chat block. Unaccommodating. And I quote, I'm a clown like John Wayne Gacy. They call me Kanye crazy. Ape shit Beyonce Jay-Z. End quote. Uh, Trippy Red. By the way, Trippy Wet is fucking garbage. Whoever <laughs> likes them, fuck you. He is fucking garbage. He's on You're an MGK. To your opinion. <laughs> oh no, MG. No, 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 no. Let me get into fucking Trippy Red real fucking quick. He's like the Nick Cannon. He's fucking garbage. Straight auto tune. Nothing. Like nonsense. <laughs> he he's on. He features in MGK's Candy, mm-hmm. and it's fucking garbage. Like I. Like, I love Candy, don't get me wrong. I love that song, but as soon as he yeah. gets on the, the feature, it's garbage. Like, I, he's like, uh, he's like, uh, he says yeah about 
more than MGK in one fucking sentence. Like, that's not even a joke. It's like, more candy, yay! Like, fuck off. Get shot. Fuck you. Anyway, on the song Marsh, Trippy Red, uh, and I quote, Trippy Red with pills on lean, sipping meds in in the limousine, getting head guillotine. Damn. All right. Guillotine? Yeah, guillotine. Or something like that, whatever. Uh, 50 Cent is is one of, on the chopping block as well. Of so, course. Well, it's funny because of the Nick Cannon feud, he was with M. So this yeah. is a surprise. This is a surprise for me, honestly. Right. For the song, on the song, Those Kind of Nights featuring Ed Sherman. By the way, fire. Uh... You mean Ed Sheeran? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> um, I want to make sure our listeners know who we're actually talking about. Right? Ed Sheeran. Featuring Ed Sheeran. And I quote, walk her out in a parking lot. Here comes the brigade. Turn the flip page 50. Look shit fit. Or turn like a flip page 50. Look shit based. Tyler, the creator is the next one. On the song No Regrets featuring Don Tolly Bear. And I quote, misplacing my anger enough to give Earl and Tyler, the creator, the burnt or the brunt. Should have never made a response to disba- disdain for the fake ones. <sighs> okay. Uh, Notorious Big is next. Uh, and he's got a lot of songs that he's in. He's in three. So the most that we've seen so far. Uh, uh, First song, Unaccommodating, featuring Young M.A. And I quote, I'm moving on, but you know your sculptures are gone when you're born with Lucifer's horns. And you're from the school of Notorious Pumbaa Cube and the poor righteous teachers tutored my students. The the next song. Yeah. (laughs) The next song. Yeah, yeah. Featuring all that. I'm not reading that again. And I quote, from Big in Paris, three times dope and some will never see. And PRT, NWA, and Easy e and Dre was like my GPS. Without him, I don't know where I'd be. End quote. The next song, I Will, featuring King Crooked, Joel Ortez and Royce 59 and I quote now this will probably be the most illest shit that I've ever said God bless the dead and let Biggie possess the pencil lead damn yeah. all right Diddy on the chat block on Marsh if and I quote if you're looking for smoke I already gave you an L I'd rather just see you in hell but I should have get puff on the joint Diddy, end quote. Uh, the next song that he's on is Godzilla featuring Juice World. Um, that song lit. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. Like Kid Ink, bitch, I got them racks with so much ease that they call me Diddy. Diddy! <laughs> Damn! We're going into the next one. Uh, Lord Jamar on the chat block. I will. Featuring King Crooked, Joel Ortez, and Royce59. And I quote, 
I'm more than you bargained for, and I'm far more worse than 40 some on bar Lord Jamar Burst. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> All right, Method Man, you're on a chop block on I Will featuring King Crooked. You know, already know. Uh, and I quote, Word of Method Man. She heard some Wu-Tang coming from towards the Pato. Or Pato? Sure. Uh, she was like, what the heck was that? She went to check on the noise and go inspect the deck. Then I jumped out with a sword, yelled, protect your neck. Mm. <laughs> Damn. Swa Lee is on the chopping block. And it's really short. Uh, premeditated intro. And I quote, got more hooks in me than Sway Lee. Holy fuck. <laughs> That's one of the harshest ones. I'm not even going to lie to you. That's one of the harshest ones that he says. Uh, Ice Cube, you're on the chopping block, my guy. Uh, Uncommodated, featuring Young M.A. And I quote, I'm moving on, but you know sculptures. Yeah, we already did this. We already, we already know this one. It's the same thing. It says Puma, Notorious, Cube, and the poor righteous teachers that tutored my students. Uh, Rakim, you're on the chopping block on Yaya with uh, Q-Tip, Black Thought, Denum, whatever your name is, and Royce59. And I quote, King T, UTFO, and Skullby D, Schooly B, or Schooly D, my apologies, P-E and D, or B-D-P, Y-Z. I don't know how he fucking rapped this so goddamn fast. Holy shit. And Chai, uh, Ali, Rakim, and Eric B, they were like my therapy. All right. Wu-Tang Clan, you're on a chopping block on I Will. On the track <laughs> I Will. She heard some Wu-Tang coming from, yeah, we already went over this with um with the other guy. It's the same quote. Uh, she heard some Wu-Tang coming from towards the Peito. She the was article like, was really haphazardly written. Yeah. But this one isn't. Uh, Boogie Down Productions. So he's going after a whole production. <laughs> You're on a chopping block on the song Yaya yeah, yeah, featuring yada yada yada, Black Thought, Royce 5-9, to 5-9, Q-Tip. And I quote, now here to now here's to LL Big L and Del K Solo Treach or Trent Treach, maybe. And maybe. yeah, maybe. G-Rap, DJ Polo, Tony D, ODB, Modi, Run DC, Ed OG, and EPMD, Doc, Ice T, Evil D, King T, UTFO, and Schooly D, PE, and BDB. DP. RIP. RIP. <laughs> Earl Sweatshirt. I've never heard of this guy. I'm not even going to lie to you. On uh, the song No Regrets, featuring Don Tulliver. And I quote, misplacing my anger enough to give Earl and Tyler Creator. So it's the same thing as the Tyler Creator one. Uh, the Burnt should have made a response to disling fake ones. Uh, cool G Rap, which we already went over, and DJ Polo. That's the same quote. Uh, Fat Joe is on the chopping block. Those Kind of Nights, featuring Ed Sheeran. Sheeran. Fuck. <laughs> and I quote. You know how pissed Matt would be? I know. Uh, and I quote, what's in this cup? Let me t let me see that. Girl, where the rest of the promazine? Promazine? 
Promazine. There you go. That's and me. where's the Promazine at? She said, cool, got to run out my Cadillac, though, and I'll be like Fat Joe and bring the lean back. All right, two chains. You're on a chopping block. Pre-motion intro. And I quote, nobody said shit about two chains as long as he been here shit. Uh, Dr. Yeah, Dre. talking about that, too. Yeah, Dr. Dre is on the top chopping block, but he doesn't have a quote. But it was probably the, the same quote that we already read. Chai Ali, which is on Yaya, which is the one we went over. Uh, King T, which is that long ass fucking one, which is that says everybody on Yaya, Easy E, uh, on Yaya, the lyrics, which we haven't been over yet. And I quote from Big in Paris, three times dope. I actually, we went over this, never mind. Without, I don't know where I'd be. Paris, which is the same thing. YZ, uh, which is the same thing. On Yaya, Eric B, Yaya, EPMD, Yaya, Ed OG, Yaya, The Doc, Yaya, Yaya, Ice T, Yaya, Evil D, Yaya, UTFO, Yaya, Schoolie B, or Schoolie D, Yaya, NWA, Yaya, Cool G Rap, Yaya, Treach, yeah, yeah, and also on March, March, and I quote, "I am Stan of Redman X Clan, and I'm a tr- and I'm a Treach fan." <laughs> Eminem, I love that. Uh, I'm a drink to <laughs> Bizarre. Here's a new one. Those kind of nights, uh, and I quote, and taking her straight back to the motel. A uh, yeah, Bizarre trying to get a lap dance off a Zan next to Jack Dan. A.O. Stripper walk by. I'm like, goddamn. K. Solo. Yeah, yeah. Del the Funky Homo Sapien. What? You don't remember right. that part? No, I don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Macklemore leaving heaven. This one's fucking good. I'm not even going to lie to you. Macklemore, you're on the chopping block on the song Leaving Heaven. Okay, so while Macklemore was keeping his room nice and neat, I was getting my ass beat twice a week. Holy shit. Um, Kid Ink. Relatable, but. Yeah, facts. Uh, Kid Ink, you're also on the chopping block. I like Kid Ink, in my opinion. It's just my opinion. I like Kid Ink. I haven't listened to him in a while, but on Godzilla featuring Juice World. And I quote, which we went over, like, kidding, bitch, I got them racks with so much ease, they call me Diddy. Oh, shit, okay. Uh, Onyx, uh, Godzilla featuring Juice World. this one's fucking good, and I quote, I'm a product of Slick Rick and Onyx, told him, lick the balls, had him, had him just appalled at so many things that pissed him off. Slick Rick, which we just went over, uh, D12, on those kind of nights, and I quote, yes, this beat taking me back to D12 days. Hit the club to go and hell race. Run DMC, yeah, yeah. Old Dirty Bastard, yeah, yeah. Uh, three Times Dope, yeah, yeah. Uh, Public Enemy, yeah, yeah. Poor Righteous Teachers, yeah, yeah. Grand Puma, yeah, yeah. 
No. Oh, <laughs> An accommodating feature featuring Young MA. And I quote, and you're from the notorious big Puma, Cube, and Poor Righteous Teachers tutor my students. Uh, young MA. Wait a minute. Young MA is featured on this song, but she gets dissed. I'm I'm, I'm <laughs> Maybe. motherfucker. She didn't know. I don't know. I don't think she did, but um and I quote, get the plunger cause Marshall and MA go plum crazy. Call us liquor plumber, cause even Dre know. Damn. <laughs> how, are gonna, how are you gonna ask somebody to be on a feature and diss them in the song? <laughs> I mean Eminem, if you want me to come on this on a track and diss me, I'ma say yes. Yeah. Facts. Tech nine promotion i should say that shit to tech nine or to jigga ll cool yeah yeah and also promotion intro and i quote look at them plagues count them i'm ll cool j bigger and deffer that's how come x clan i'm marsh and i quote i'm stan redman clan and i'm trip and i'm a tre- trench fan Redmond Marsh did the same thing. Uh, Bushwick Bill on Little Engine. And I quote, was a ghetto boy. Now I ball out like Bushwick Bill. Como D, no regrets, featuring Don Toliver. Uh, I had to go see Doc like Cool Mo D. And yeah, yeah. He's also on yeah, yeah. Uh, Tony D. Yeah, yeah. That was a long song. Yeah, it was. Godzilla, or, um, who the fuck is this? Oh. Uh, who the fuck uh, are you? I have no idea who this motherfucker is. Apage? I guess. Okay. Uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know who the fuck this guy is. But it shows his cover art. And Oh, Apache. Includes Gangsta Bitch. Some guy's running around called Gangsta Bitch, I guess. Um, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Uh, song Godzilla featuring Juice World, And I quote, Take it back to Fat Pete's and Maxi single. Look at my rap sheet. What attracts these people is my gangster bitch like Apache with a catchy jingle. And that's the list. But also, do you not know who was mentioned in this? Obviously Nick Cannon. Obviously Nick Cannon. So, we about to get into this real quick. So, this one from uh, highsnobbity.com. Nick Cannon Eminem attack is a masterclass on how not to beef in the Twitter age. <laughs> and I quote, who's Nick Cannon? Question mark, exclamation point. <laughs> so asked Dave Chappelle back in t- 2003, a time when rappers could wear turbans, Eminem was the biggest name in the game, and the word Twitter referred to no more than pleasing chatter of birdsong. Uh, forever a day later that a name on our lips once again as the actor, comedian, and erm rapper's latest track, quote-unquote, quote used to be, used to look up to you. By the way, he's a shit comedian. He's a shit rapper. So, um, all right, whatever. Aims yet another diss, a round of disses at Eminem. Really? You're not gonna... That was it? That was the whole fucking article? All right, word, dude. I thought there was. Well, that gonna... was still a pretty fucking long article. Oh wait, hold on, hold on. Never mind. There's more. Never mind. Oh, there's Never mind. more. Never mind. But wait, there's more. <laughs> um, in case you're unfamiliar with Nick Cannon, was 
in the 2002 marching band flick Drumline. Not seen it yet, question mark. <laughs> I haven't seen Probably it. Probably won't on ever. Probably not. He's also in Goal 2, Living the Dream, playing a fictional footy, footy player. That's footy as in soccer, by the way. Why didn't you just say fucking soccer, you fucking retard? Who the fuck wrote this? All right, I've been wondering that since you started. Facts. If you missed that too, he's also hosted a comedy series while and out since 2005. Was mm. married to and divorced uh, from Mariah Carey, released such albums as White People Party Music. <laughs> that one had the featuring of R. Kelly in it, by the way. Um, <laughs> first of all, you also forgot he was also a host of America's Got Talent. Um, if y'all didn't know, he got fired from it. So that's besides the point. Which I wonder what happened. Whoever wrote this, get your facts straight. And then he did Wild and Out. But anyway, white people party music and the miseducated of the Negro you love to hate, which we did in the last episode. We went into depth. Uh, the latter features uh, You Still Look Up To You, Cannon's latest stunt in a masterclass of how not to beef in the modern era. Uh, all right, and it shows the video. Uh, his first mistake was beefing Eminem. That's a fact. <laughs> in case you're unfamiliar, Eminem is one is the one rapper you should never beef with. First of all, if you don't know this, where the fuck have you been living? <laughs> like, I'm not even going to lie to you. Listen, all right. With the way that, like, certain uh, things were written, I almost feel like Nick Cannon heard the album before it was released. And they had, like, planned this, like, whole beef thing beforehand. They're like, this is really going to build up some hype for the new record. When Eminem yeah. drops it, dude, we're going to get so many streams. It's going to be ridiculous. Dude. But, but, but the difference is Eminem doesn't say anything about his releases at all. He just doesn't. Like, he doesn't talk about it. He doesn't say shit. He just drops albums. I mean, I, I really can't speak much on that because I'm not that well steeped in hip-hop culture. I'm just telling <laughs> you how it looked when I was listening to it because it just it seemed like it fit too well. Yeah, um, but it's... But when Eminem drops an album, he doesn't say anything about the album that he's making. I'm not even going to lie to you. But let's continue. Uh, as the game once said, he he a problem, he shreds MCs. He, hit, he made a film about shredding MCs. He, he shredded himself, not afraid, quote-unquote not afraid. Uh, and he even shreds his own mother cleaning out my closet. In Nick Cannon's defense, Eminem did start it back in 2009. He joked about cutting up Nick Cannon, then wife Mariah. Like the serial killer, Jeffrey Dahmer? <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer. Yep. On his track, Bagpipes from Baghdad, Eminem has, or in quotations, Eminem has always claimed that he and Mariah had a fling, I guess, Something she denies, uh, but then after Notorious now deleted tweets and blog posts, Cannon released I'm Slick Rick, often considered one of the worst diss tracks of all time. Apart I mean from, facts. I mean facts. 
apart from murdering both Slick Ross Ross's flow and the and I quote, teach me how to Dougie instrumental, Cannon speaks out bars like, and I quote, I don't know if I should hit him because he's feminine, Slick. Excuse me, M, why are you lying, lying on your dick? And it also has the link to that song. <laughs> um, oh my god, this is a lot. Alright. We're gonna go this as fast as I can. M never considered it worthy of a comeback, but over the subsequent decade, Cannon carried on with all the confidence of that girl on Family Feud who thought Popeye ate chicken. Okay. All right. I don't get that reference, but okay. Uh, he offered, had to see it. Yeah. Uh, he offered to fight Eminem in a boxing ring. He invited Eminem to battle on Wild and Out. Taking a quick break from Eminem, he announced that he was a better rapper than Drake, Lil Wayne, Andre 3000, who, and coincidentally, was the last rapper to pull off a turban, something Cannon has been trying to do for some time. That's a fact, by the way. Um, first of all, I don't like Drake. I also don't like Lil Wayne. And I damn know, damn sure know, I don't like Andre 3000, because I don't know who the fuck that is. But they are probably better than you, Nick Cannon. I'm not going to lie to you. Probably. Probs. But um, let's continue. But he was soon back on track, claiming Eminem had privacy, privately apologized to him on his, for his original diss. Throughout this period, M was largely quiet on the issue until December of last year when he rapped on Fat Joe and rapped on Fat Joe and Dr. Dre's Lord Above. And I quote, the other dude's whip that pussy got him neutered. Referring to Nick Cannon and Mariah once again, Cannon took to the, his radio, Nick Cannon Mornings. I didn't know that. Honestly, I didn't know he had a fucking radio show. Um, but, and I quote, to declare on the disc, dis, and I quote, not worthy of a response before responding with the invitation, a track that makes, quote unquote, I'm a slick Rick seem decent. <laughs> Though it, it's almost painful to write about the invitation, low, low lights include an ill-judged attempt to diss Eminem for raising two adopted daughters. Cannon predicted, and I quote, this might get Grammy, end quote, while referring to M as Elvis Pussley. <laughs> and the line, and I quote, Eminem, the perfect name, because this, N-word, a nut, end quote, from a guest rapper, Hitman Holla, fellow guest Sway Knight takes Soggy Biscuit, though. Takes the Soggy Biscuit, though. For opening Such the a track, weird thing to say. Facts, but it's fucking disgust. A soggy biscuit is fucking disgusting. What, well, the, I mean, the yeah. definition of it. The definition of it. Yes. <laughs> I just realized what the fuck I just read. For opening the track by pretending to not know Eminem's name while on the phone from prison. For any kids out there, Suge Knight was one of once the boss of an important hip hop record label. He's now serving 28 years. Year sentence for manslaughter and rapidly fading from relevance. Damn. I mean, <laughs> he is. It's true. It's true. It's so true. Man, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Needless to say, M 
has dignified the invitation with a response, apart from laughing along Twitter with the rest of us. But he hasn't needed to needed to. Cannon has come back at himself first with pray for him, then canceled invitation, and finally used to look up to you. None of them are worth moments and not analysis. But 50 Cent considered them so bad he contacted M and personally reassured him a response was unnecessary. 21st century phenomenon uh, that a rapper can release four diss tracks without a reply and still unanimously given an L. (laughs) (laughs) Unanimous for all except him. Anyway. Well, of oh course, God. as crime fans have already discovered this year, the real winners are modern rap peeps are the fans. Thanks to social media, the verbal conflict of two men is a thousand people's entertainment. So here's the Twitter for making rap beefs great again. Eminem versus Wiley anyone. <laughs> oh, that's, my God. That's, that's it? Yes, that's it. God Damn. That was a long-ass thing. You know, if I knew that that article was going to be that long, I would have said, let's just make that topic of the week. (laughs) Facts. But, moving on. Um, So, keeping along with, like, hip-hop culture really quickly, I just wanted to briefly go over that Post Malone is going to be starring in a new Netflix action comedy called Spencer Confidential. Um, apparently this movie is coming out in March. Um, so the article, it's an alternative press article says that, um, as if Post Malone isn't impressive enough with his musical skills, damn, ride that dick a little harder. Why don't you, um, you'll soon be able to catch the singer on the screen starring with Mark Wahlberg in the new action film. Um, apparently the film was announced in 2018 and originally dubbed as Wonderland. So, oh, okay, okay, I got you. For his first acting role, Post will be acting alongside Mark Wahlberg and Black Panther's Winston Duke. Um, directed by Peter Berg, the movie is based off of Robert B. Parker's movie Wonderland and follows an action-packed comedy about an ex-cop determined to get ju- uh, justice for his two old friends. Um, yeah, so... Well, I'm not gonna read the whole article just because, like, I don't, I don't want to, I don't really want to get into the whole movie. But I do think right. that it's pretty interesting to see that Post Malone is going to be jumping from being a musician, rapper, and now getting into getting into movies. So that's I mean, exciting. MGK did it, so I mean, fuck it. <sighs> but Post Malone hasn't been along nearly as long as Facts. fucking Facts. MGK. Facts. No. This is a little bit tragic, but it does need to be discussed. Um, Some 41 cancels Paris show after an explosive device was detonated at the venue. So this is, once again, another alternative press article. Some 41 have canceled their second night of their Paris stop for the No Personal Space Tour after an explosive device was detonated outside of the venue's door. After playing Zenith Paris Friday, the band were set to... The band were set to play a sold-out show at, I I don't know, friends, so Les Estoles <laughs> on Saturday. No injuries have been reported. The band shared a statement on social media explaining, while no one has been injured, 
they are unable to guarantee the safety of fans in attendance and plan to reschedule. During the load-in for the performance in Paris, an explosive device was detonated just outside of the venue's door. The band shared on Instagram. Uh, band, crew, and the fans in line are all safe. There were no injuries due to the intimate uh, nature of our personal space performances. We are unable to guarantee the safety of the fans in attendance. We are deeply saddened to announce that tonight's show has been canceled. Yeah, stay tuned for more updates about that. Um, apparently, uh, both guitarist Dave Brown Sound, which is the most unfortunate name for a guitarist. <laughs> Sick. I know. Um, and Frank Zumo both took to socials to uh, share that they were okay, I guess. Yep, so everybody's safe. They canceled the show, and they plan to reschedule at some point, but no further details have been um, announced since that. So moving on. My last piece of news for the day is something— I have one. Something... Be- before, you, before you go into this, because I want to okay. get this out of the fucking way, because like I said in the last episode, I'm sick of fucking talking about this shit. <laughs> I am sick of talking about this shit. Ministry guitarist, Sin, whatever the fuck your name is, uh, <laughs> accused of having sex with multiple underage girls. What in the... <laughs> Yo, all right, and I've never really... Personally, uh, Ministry has never really vibed with me as a me band. Me either. But... Um, I've always had respect for them being able to stick it out for as long as they have. They've been kind of a breakthrough band for a lot of people to get into other weird genres because right. Ministry is one of those bands that really does hop genres. This shit, this is fucked. Like, guys, stop touching kids. <laughs> like, it's not that hard. I'm not going to lie to you. It's really not that hard. Get a fleshlight, for Christ's sake. Like, come on. But it's not real. It's not a real human being. Oh, I forgot. It's not a nine-year-old, dude. I can't get off. Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off, dude. Um. So, uh, not too long ago, I saw in the Pigs, Wheels, and Breakdowns group, somebody uh, posted the article oh, and then yo, said, I somebody... didn't know that he was a hardcore kid. <laughs> yo, and also, I don't know if you saw this, but somebody was trying to stick up for him. Saying, yeah, swear to God, but he what? deleted his comment. What, Dude, I'm telling you right now. He was like, well, the legal age in France is like 16, blah, blah, blah. And it was just, he was trying to stick up for the guy, 100%, and he deleted his comment. What the fuck? I'm not even joking. Like, when you go on to that post, I don't think I don't think you'll see it anymore. But um, when you go on to the post, it'll say, like, it'll go in depth of, why he's like explaining why he stick up for him and there's a bunch of comments right after and he's like and th- there's one that was like um oh my god what the fuck was it it was like um it was like a picture of him and um it was like i fuck kids or something like that it was something along the lines of i fuck underage girls obviously but um he and then the guy commented, "Hey, I don't do." Says the guy that goes onto my profile and like takes a picture that I posted it and then make it a meme. I was like, "That's um, you just admitting that you're a fucking pedophile." I'm just saying. 
I mean, sticking up for pedophiles doesn't really isn't really admission of guilt, but it is not exactly that's how you get your um, ass a stance you want to take. Yeah, that's how you get your ass kicked. That that'd be like going to any kind of like a Jewish ceremony and then immediately defending the Nazis. Like you're asking to get your ass it's kicked. Also, yeah, it's also saying like like oh I'm an Onision fan. Fuck off. Fuck Onision. <laughs> As a parent. Fuck Onision. Exactly. Oh, man, I don't think that really even needs to be said. I can't believe I actually went on like a two-hour fucking rabbit hole going and checking out all that shit. I am pissed off at myself for wasting I, all that time. I mean, I watched an hour documentary on that shit, and I was like, wow, I am really wasting my time here. This is Are you awesome. talking about the um, have a seat with Chris Hansen because he fucking called the cops on him and went to his house and shit. Oh, I don't care about Chris Hansen. Yeah, I know Chris Hansen. I don't give a shit about him. But um, Well, you know what? Who fucking cares? Like, yeah. Onision has this shit coming to him, and honestly, I'm kind of glad that he's behind bars. So, uh, fuck I him. Don't think, yeah, fuck that, man. And, and the worst part is, um, before I knew all these allegations, I was subscribed to him, and I did like some of his shit. But I was like, and then I like got older and more mature, and I'm like, wow, this is really fucking terrible. <laughs> Think about his target audience. His target audience is, like, yeah. really low attention span type of people. Facts. And usually that means, like, kids between the, like, 10 to 15 age. I hate yeah. to say it, but that's kind of true. Yeah, my sister actually showed me showed me Onision. One of his channels, I, mean, I should say. I'm a Banana was kind of funny. At that's the time. All, yeah, at the time. At mean, the time. Well, yeah, at that time, that now, it was and they're like, amazing. You show anybody that now, and they're like, what else really? you got? Yeah. What else like, you got? Really? Dude, I, I've known this for years. Oh, <laughs> if you want to go. No, no, wanna... they'll look at you. They'll look at you and be like, okay, boomer. <laughs> <laughs> this is when YouTube was good back in the day. <laughs> I mean, that's facts. No all right. Way. But if you want to actually, listeners, if you want to watch some funny shit, all right, watch the Dickie Dines show where they talk about Onision. That shit is hilarious. I actually haven't listened to that and I need to. Because Austin is the one putting Jared or uh, yeah, Jared through it all. He, and Jared doesn't know shit about it but but Austin does and he's like watch this one. Watch this one. And by the end of it, Jared is so pissed. I'm like what the actual fuck? <laughs> Just great. Austin Dickey right. and Jared Dines. First of all, we made it. Uh, yes. Second of all, we fucking love you. We love we love both of you. Austin, I aspire to have gutturals as sick as yours. That man's Just a there. fucking absolute unit. Facts. That is a unit. All right. Switching gears here. This is going to be my last article for uh, news portion uh, for this week. So uh, I saw a little bit of this on Instagram and stories. But when I found the article about this, it kind of I kind of lost my shit because I thought it was so fucking funny. All right, so Born of Osiris blocked Jason Richards oh. on Twitter over an insult. Oh yeah, <laughs> I saw this shit. I fucking lost my mind, dude. I was like, no fucking way, dude. For those of you that don't <laughs> know, Jason Richardson is literally the Discovery album by them. Like he. He pretty much wrote that album. Go and listen to Jason Richardson's like solo stuff, and you know that he had most. Of, he did most of the writing for the Discovery, which is, I hate to say it, the best 
album that Born of Osiris has ever put out. Probably the only really good one Facts. to speak of. We are looking at a um, Lamgo article, and it doesn't say who wrote it, but it does say it came out Monday, January 20th. So, and that was, that was just fucking yesterday. Jesus. So, oh guitarist Jason Richardson spent roughly two years in Born of Osiris, appearing on the band's sophomore LP, The Discovery, 2011, like I just said. Um, however, don't expect a reunion anytime soon, because <laughs> when a fan on Twitter recently suggested that the two parties regroup for another record, Richardson <laughs> comes in with this comment way out of left field. You ready for this? Oh, God. Pass. I'm still owed a decade of royalties from the first one. Oh, yeah. Boom. Boom. <laughs> like, can you imagine? Pay people what they're owed. Facts. But can you Spotify. imagine? Spotify. Take a note. <laughs> <laughs> what? Can you imagine that fan's reaction? Can you imagine his reaction? He, he must have been sitting there shitting his pants like, oh my god, what have I done? Yes. What have I done? <laughs> and I'm, I'm not going to put his name out there because I don't think he needs that. I don't think this kid needs that. But my you favorite comment so far is this one right here that says, say psych right now. <laughs> say psych right now. <laughs> it's like that Lorna Shore thing. It was like, you better say psych yeah, right now. Say psych right Don't Don't you fucking do this to me. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. And of course, which um which Born of Osiris song has your favorite guitar solo? And then you just see Jason Richardson with all like laugh reacts. <laughs> <laughs> um obviously the discovery. Obviously. Uh, oh man. That was fucking good. I think that's fucking hilarious. Um and then we have the very clear screenshot that says born of osiris has blocked you which to that we give a unanimous rip all f's in chat f's <laughs> it's truly kind of sad that it actually had to go this far but if you want if you're like me a little bit of a troll and looking for some new fresh memes <laughs> Go through that thread. Find this Lamgoat article. I'm not kidding. Find this Lamgoat article. Jump onto the Twitter feed. We're going to find so many good templates for memes. It's ridiculous. I mean, it's the same thing with the Lorna Ashore with CJ. I mean, that was fucking... Dude, oh that got me hell of back. Oh, my God. <laughs> I did four or five. I don't even remember. Yeah. You did a lot I, of memes for that. I just remember posting the last one and be like, I'm done. I'm, I'm done. This is the, the last time I laugh about that, this. Yeah, the, the one the one that you said was like fucking uh plankton. It was like say please say psych or something like that. It was something like that. Um hold on, I'll I'll find it really quick. By the way, guys, if you're not already subscribed or uh, following our Instagram profile, what fucking, the fuck what are you the doing fuck with your you life? Doing? You you need a laugh three times a day. I got you, fam. We got you, fam. Got you. Yo, I really have to scroll. Holy shit. This yeah, is dude. I'm t I shouldn't have said anything. Yeah, I probably not. Ah, well. If you want to find it, you can find it. With that said, I think that concludes uh, the news portion of the show. I'll, I'll briefly mention it because it's not like something that I actually had an article for. But, um, Ozzy, now that we know you have Parkinson's, yep. sorry to hear it. Um. 
My, by the I way, the best I, if if anybody didn't see it by this recording, um, which is January the twenty first, um, if you weren't up like I was at work uh, watching the watching the interview, um, motherfucker, subtitle the fucking interview. Nobody knows what the fuck he's saying. Just subtitle Ever. it. Ever. Ever. Yeah. Like I was on my break trying to convert fucking English to Ozzy Osbourne. He doesn't even speak English anymore. He speaks Ozzy. That's all he speaks. Never spoke English, Kyle. He's like, always spoke Ozzy. Facts. Like, <laughs> you need to subtitle that bitch. But anyway. Big fucking facts. But anyway. Um, I'm glad so, he guys, came up to it, but. I'm glad he's coming through. And he says he's doing better than he has in a while. So now, yeah. since the diagnosis, he's going uh, He's going to Europe um, in March or April, I think he said, um, to do some treatment. So I wish the best for him. Uh, my biggest concern, really, with Ozzy is that he's going to get on stage and he's going to try and perform like he did in the old days. And he's going to, like, I don't know, get hurt or something. That's my worry with Ozzy. He's getting fucking old, man. Like, yeah. he, I don't know. All these, all these legends out there getting old and shit. Fucking Dave Mustaine is like trying to kick cancer's ass. And uh, actually, I I don't talk about Metallica, but their um their bassist, their former bassist, uh, their father died, and they did like a yeah. tribute to him. Like I don't think you realize all of the metal legends that like started in Pioneer are fucking metal. dying. Fucking <laughs> like, old, and they're dying off every fucking day. Like, like it's sad. And, it really and it's sad. crazy to like, like we're getting old, Pat. I mean, I know you're older than me, but we're getting old. We're getting I'm, old, bro. Almost thirty, dude. Like, you're, I you're, hate to say it. You're about to hit the big three zero, bro. You about to hit the three zero, and I'm about to hit the two three. <laughs> you're Jen yelling at me. It's about goddamn time. <laughs> the the joke is that she is currently thirty, so. She's waiting to be able to bust out all those 30-year-old jokes that I was hitting her with when she hit 30. So, yeah, it's that. It's that. I forgot I forgot that Jen was older. I forgot that Jen was older. Yeah. She's got a couple years on me. <laughs> Watch like her. Kicks open the door. What'd you say, motherfucker? <laughs> dog is shit. dog is shit. <laughs> she definitely hears everything we say, by the way. I, lo- I love you, Jen. Well, everything I, I say. Anyway. We love you, Jen. I hear you. Uh, good. Uh, <laughs> so, guys, thank you for tuning in for the news portion of the show, which is always the longest portion of the show. So, if you made it this far, thank you. Um, and hang on in. We are going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with some new releases, which I know you want to hear us talk about. So, be right back. Be right back. Be right back. I don't know what the fuck that was. <laughs> Welcome back. Uh, it's been a couple days. Just it's, a little bit. It's been a couple days. Uh, we did the news section. We did an interview. And here we are two, three days later. I don't even know anymore. I think it's like three days. Yeah. So, welcome back. It feels like forever, but for you, it's only been a couple minutes. Not even. Um, exactly. Um, so this is the new releases portion of the show where we talk to you about some uh, new songs that we are pretty hyped about. So 
Uh, where do we want to kick things off? Uh, let's listen to the one that we actually listened to, like, very... like just a minute ago. Yeah, uh, Body Snatcher, or no, not fucking Body Snatcher, fucking uh, we'll, Downswing. We'll talk about them I too. Mean, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about Body Snatcher in a minute, but Downswing, yeah. Breaking Point. Oh, that was that was fucking dirty. Oh my god! <laughs> and you know what? The, this is the second song that they've had a really nice clean chorus on. And I don't know if it's like Studio Magic or what the hell it is, but this one is a really, really good chorus. And if you guys, like, we cannot stress this enough, see these guys live. Trust me. Trust us. These Even guys if it's a tiny amazing. venue, take the chance to go Facts. see them live. Because you, you won't regret it. No, these guys are amazing. They're awesome people to talk to. The lead singer is fucking awesome. He's an awesome dude. Um, Facts. Uh, definitely check them out. The the cleans were fucking great. The, like, the, oh, the song was Breaking beautiful. Point, by the way. Yeah, that's why I said Breaking Point. Um, it was fucking lit. That song was. Oh my god. There's a uh, there's a local uh, artist here, um, Logan who was in a bit, I don't know if he still is in this band or not, but I haven't seen anything from Wrestle Streets in a while. Um, but I saw him post earlier today. He's like, he's like, fuck it. I'm going to be the new singer of Downswing. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I think, uh, I think he's doing a very good job. I think he's I got think it. He's doing a very good job. I think totally. he's doing pretty lit. I'm totally into it. Um, but since we talked about Body Snatchers, let's bring up the song. It was, what was that song again? Um, Where'd it go? Ah, it disappeared on me. Ah! Oh my God. Well, for me, I don't know about you, man, but as soon as I opened up the uh, downswing uh, video on YouTube, it was already trying to send me over yeah. to that. Um, it was honestly any song that I sent. Or never homesick. To to. Yeah, never, never homesick. homesick. Holy oh, shit! Again with the fucking feels on those lyrics, dude. Um, it's... man, I they're killing it. They're doing a great fucking oh, job. I can't wait for this album. I it, how how the hell did one band marry emo lyrics and well emo ish lyrics yeah. with down tempo, beat down style, deathcore. I fuck if I know, but it sounds fantastic. It's amazing that they're even well received for doing that. So, props to them, guys. If you're listening, Body Snatcher. If you're listening, first of all, we made it. We made it. Second of all, we love you. We love, we you. love you. Um, I know you sent me this uh, Whitney double up. It was a uh, yeah, yeah. She's a um... emo rapper. I guess. Uh, Whitney Payton, right? Uh, I believe so. Um, she's fucking lit, guys. Um, when he sent me this, I was bumping this shit. Yeah. Um, don't sleep on this woman. Trust me. Don't sleep on this woman. She was, And, and it's funny because I, I mentioned this a couple of episodes back when I was talking about I Set to Kill doing that uh, Linkin Park cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had her on the song, and it still wasn't that good of a song. But I... <laughs> I, I like what Whitney is doing. I like, I like what she's what doing. She's, what her solo shit. Yeah, her like, solo stuff is great. Oh my god. She's this, fantastic. 
Double Up is easily my favorite release that I've heard from her. Facts. Um, and since we're already talking about female um, experimental rapper, um, we have to make mention of Mimi Banks because we we went over this a little bit. And if you are listening to this now, we've already released the uh, interview we did with I always fuck up the name of this band. <laughs> Confront the Elders. Great interview. Uh, we mentioned in the interview that like distorted 808s are such a hard thing to get into sometimes. And just like the industrial trap metal sound can be really tough um, on the ears if you're not used to it. But this artist in particular, I think Mimi Banks is going to be one of the artists that helps bridge the gap between metalheads and trap fans. So... Get it, get it, girl. Um, I get think that song it. was was it Carnifex? Yeah, that was. Yeah, it was Carnifex. Yeah, it's fucking great, dude. Slap that shit, and then go down the rabbit hole and go through all her YouTube videos and shit, because yeah. I think you'll be surprised. Just fantastic. Yeah. Um. Next up, for for me, anyways. Um. I was going to talk about that Archaic song. So I've never really been a huge fan of Archaic. Like I've, I've, I've liked what they've done, but it, it's never been like one of those songs that I put on a playlist. But I will say this song in particular, um, where'd it go? It's, you know, this is the, the struggle of having so many songs to talk about yeah. is you forget song titles and shit. Uh, super Flame. Or Supernatural super- Flame. Or Super... Supernal. Supernal. I I have no idea how I'm supposed to say it. Um, but yeah, this song, this song is pretty fucking hype. It it's oh, a man. it's a banger from from beginning to end. So if you are in need of a banger, this is this is your go to right there, right there. Uh, Gore Trade, surrounded by demons, uh, came out. That song is uh, holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit. It was like two or three in the morning. All right. And I'm tired as hell. Don't know why I'm still awake at this point when I found this song. And I find myself like hyped, like full of energy when I heard this song. Yeah. It was ridiculous. <laughs> it's great. If you like classic death metal, but with like modern day production, yeah. uh, this is this is definitely, definitely your song. Really. Now that song missed by in chaos it's a great fucking song oh, yeah. don't get me wrong it's it's one of those that like okay so what weirded me out is that like usually if something is an official music video from front to back it's cinematic and it has yeah. something going on and it's not just like whatever your album art or like the single ep artwork um waving at you but, like, the majority of the video is that, so it doesn't actually become a music video until, when it like, comes, the second half. Well, I would, no, I mean, it comes into a music video when the, the female vocalist is doing her queens. That's mm-hmm. the only time it turns into a music video. Which, her voice is beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. But, like, if you're gonna have that type of music video, just make it a music video. Absolutely. I think you if you're going to go if you're going to go there, go big or go home. Seriously. Um, but our only criticism is the music video. The song itself slaps. Oh, yeah, it slaps. Absolutely. 
um, how would we describe this? I guess kind of like kind of um, on the gent. Uh, oh yeah, vibe. definitely gent. But they're from China. Yeah. Yo, they're they're a China band. That's that's pretty sick. And when you they're scroll through dope. the lyrics on the YouTube video itself, and we're talking about the song "Missed" by In Chaos, um, it shows English translation and Chinese characters. So there you go, man. That's I mean, that's fucking smart. Facts. Um, I, I definitely want to go over the EP uh, Broadmoor or Broad Broadmoor. I'm just having fun saying it. Saying Broadmoor. Uh, the EP Old Hurt slash New Pain. Dude, that fucking thing. It's 16 minutes, guys. Fucking slap that shit. It, oh, it's my God. So, it's a solid hardcore EP. That's a solid hardcore EP right there. It's fucking fantastic. Honestly, that that's one of the that's one of my favorite songs that we're talking or just general I guess releases in general. Yeah, yeah that's um, one of my favorites. Honestly. It's a chugcore exclusive too, and I if you it, you know what to expect from chugcore yeah. if if you have heard of chugcore, you expect those a lot of open notes, a lot of chugging, a lot of breakdowns, and yeah. this song does not, or I should say, this EP does not disappoint. <laughs> I remember when I when I first clicked on it, I didn't know it was an EP. I just clicked on it, and when it stopped, either. I thought it was over. And then another song started playing. I was like, "Oh shit, there's more!" Well, <laughs> my dumbass was like, I clicked on the link that you sent me, and it was like 16 minutes. I was like, "This song is 16 fucking minutes. Are you kidding me?" <laughs> like, it's I like immediately like track. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Are you fucking serious?" And then I was like, "Oh, it's a fucking EP, dumbass. How about you look at the title?" And I was not disappointed at all. Oh, uh, you know, I, I gotta I gotta look. I'm actually gonna take a quick look right now and see on Spotify if they have more music because I, I want more. Thanks. I want more. It looks like yo, they've been around since two thousand and sixteen. So there's oh, shit. the the most recent release that they did prior to Old Boy dropping Old Boy as a single in November. Their their only release has been in 2017. So they it looks like they took a bit of a hiatus, um, yeah. or at least they just didn't uh, release anything for quite a while. But this only 1,175 monthly listeners, boys and girls, go check out this band. Let's check help bring that out. number up. That's because you know how Spotify pays shit. But let's yeah. get it. <laughs> referencing uh last week's episode so yeah that that's a great fucking song Um, i i definitely want to talk about our boy andrew patterson andy patty yo andrew patterson has Uh, been on two count them two two solid tracks oh my god this man is a fucking legend this man's a legend enemy ac 130 above the band enemy ac 130 above uh are, First of all, normally they are an instrumental band, and right. I'm pretty sure this is a one piece. Like, I'm pretty sure this guy is a one man band who occasionally gets vocalists to come in on certain songs. Yeah, he's on my instrumental playlist. I fucking love this artist. Uh, what? what uh, Art? I'm gonna butcher this fucking. Artorius the Abyss Walker. Exactly, featuring our boy. <laughs> Andrew Patterson, our boy, <laughs> you fucking killed that. 100% you fucking killed it. And um, 
I'm going to reference the interview we did with Andrew Patterson really quick. You remember when he talked about the high screams, how he can do high screams? He just doesn't. He can fucking do it. Oh, he does some tunnel throw high screams on this one. (laughs) I love that, If any of the listeners don't know what I mean by tunnel throw, it sounds almost like... Kind of like, and it's the way that he like rolls his tongue during certain parts. It's it's just wow, dirty, double dirty. I'm gonna say double. Check dirty. out our boy. Check out the check out that interview. Actually, that interview is fun as hell. He's a great yeah. guy. Yeah, that's actually one of the one of the more fun interviews we've had. And I'm not trying to and check out his band. And check out his band, guys. Like seriously, and hell followed with because they're fucking fantastic, and they're coming out with new shit. Um, I was just looking at his uh, his Facebook just now, and they're doing a couple dates with Beneath the Massacre, who yeah, just dropped that. some really sick music and have come back from a long hiatus, much like what And Hell Followed With went through. So there's that. Um, I'm trying to find the other song because I can't remember what the other song was that oh he was on God. recently. Yeah. The artist is Ben Simon. But he did the feature alongside Chris Wiseman. Um, right. And I'll be honest with you, I haven't heard it. I haven't heard it yet, but I'm sure I, it's really freaking good. No, it's fucking good. I listened heard to it. it. It's fucking dope. Oh, my God. Like, Andrew Patterson is a fucking unit of a man. And just to clarify, him. if you don't know who Chris Wiseman is, he is in Shadow of Intent. Not Ben Dur, the main vocalist. He's, I'm, I'm pretty sure Chris Wiseman is the guitarist who does the more clean stuff. Yeah, I believe so. So I'm definitely going to be keeping an eye out for Ben Simon's music. It looks like Fall From Grace is the first music video and huh, kind of wish I had, um, our boy Jared from Heliocentric to help me pronounce this word. Um, (laughs) ellipsism. That's my that's my best guess at I'm how not you're even supposed try. to pronounce that one. Listeners, um, you know how I fucking read. Um, so I'm not that, that. that album comes out February 21st, 2020 in both instrumental and vocal versions. Hell yes, more instrumentals. Sorry, sorry. I, I preed a little bit just at the thought of more instrumentals. I, I'm going to check myself. Just a little bit. Please, carry on. What do you have next for us, Kyle? Uh, let's go into the hip hop and rap, uh, circles by Mac Miller, his final album that came out. All right. All right. Let me, let me just drop a beat for you really quick. I'm just kidding. For fucking what? (laughs) (laughs) But no, seriously, guys, look up that fucking album circles, fucking buy it. Cause it goes right to to the fund that I can't remember because they're doing a fund, uh, the Mac Miller fund, I believe, but don't quote me on that. But I know there's a, all the money that's going towards going towards. Yeah, a fund. This is his, uh, his first post humorous album. Um, and you know, fucking I'm sad. it's fucking sad guys. I don't like, like the mumble stuff that he does to be perfectly honest with you, but I, I respect the hell out of this and it's, it's good for what it is, because, like, I'm not into mumble rap, but I like the way he does it. I mean, he's, he's not, one of the few that does it. Yeah, he's not really a mumble rapper. He's more of a lyricist. Um, but he does show some mumbles, mumble rap in his stuff. But, 
like j- just some of the lyrics that he just says on some of the on some of which we went over on the news topic but it's just fucking sad like this this album is literally a cry for help like in oh it's absolutely. not like it's not like lincoln park where lincoln park every fucking album was a cry for help but it's just this this in particular after he uh obviously od'd um definitely was a cry for help and um it, it it's fucking good check it out check the album circles it's fucking fantastic it is i i don't think i have anything more i can say about it just fucking listen to it like just listen to it like yeah. I'm, I'm i'm against i'm i'm all out of words like just fucking listen to it yeah it's, it, it's a good it memorial really... it's a good final album for him i mean it's also good if you just need a good cry Facts. And, and come on i mean there's plenty of sad boys out there it's it's okay it's okay to cry just just Me slap this one. don't even worry about it i i only allowed myself to have one tear while listening to circles one and then yeah, every seriously. other tear afterwards i mustered my inner um terry cruz and i was like you get back in there you get back in there <laughs> Oh man, that was good. And then, of course, we have to talk about the Eminem. Yeah, there's a lot to talk about, really, with that one in particular, just because of how. First of all, how many callouts? We mentioned that obviously in the news portion of the show. It was like a twenty-minute thing. Um, it probably was, maybe even less. But I I don't. I'm not entirely sure, but I know it was pretty lengthy. Yeah. But, um, I will say I liked the theme. You know the um music to be murdered by it was an interesting concept really and to have almost like an alfred impersonator kind of yeah and and there's even a song at the very end of the album called alfred but um for me the only disappointing thing about it is that it kind of dips halfway through like it stops being as like hype it kind of like starts slowing down and i felt like there were those few songs in the middle of the album that just didn't have that didn't follow the theme. Yeah. And I felt like we're almost like B-sides or extras that could have been cut and re-released later and would have gotten just as much appreciation. But let's talk about Godzilla. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> okay, so first this of all, man got Juice World on it. Yeah, first of all, Juice World is on it. And second of all, this man doesn't know how to breathe. Like, uh, I'm sorry. It, this man he doesn't, doesn't need to. He doesn't need to. <laughs> Spits 230 words in 30 seconds. What the fuck? Now, I think a more impressive world record would be less focused on words and more focused on syllables. Um, True. But don't, don't I mean, hey, it's a as... fucking world record. <laughs> yeah, that world is record. not my attempt at discrediting him breaking a world record. He clearly earned it. This... I've never heard anybody talk that fast, and I couldn't even tell you what he fucking said. Ah. <laughs> yeah, um, I know everybody just kind of whipped their head at me. No, I have no fucking idea. Not even gonna lie to you. <laughs> no fucking idea. I ah, couldn't even fucking tell you. But it fucking slaps, and it just it gets stupid fast out of nowhere. Yeah. Because the majority of the song is kind of slow. Yeah, it's really slow, <laughs> and then all of a sudden it hits you with a... Bang. Like, that's it. 
Oh my god. That song is just it's the whole funny. album's pretty good. Yeah, the whole album is fucking good. I mean, Yeah was Yeah, yeah, yeah or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That shit annoyed me my first listen. <laughs> and not only that, it's a dumb long song. How many times do they play that hook? Well, yeah, but you also got to think, you know how many people were fucking dropped on that or well, called out? Every verse had a different on person song? on it. Every I mean, verse true. was just a different person. I think it was like a five minute long song. Um, but it was, it was really. And they called out so many fucking people on that track. It wasn't even funny. Yo, yo, this can't be right. 41 million streams already on that song, Godzilla. I don't doubt it. That's fucking nuts. I don't doubt it at all. Because, I mean, there's a fucking article, or it's obviously known now that he broke a record, so they honestly want to either cover it, or they want to fucking listen to it and see if it's true. (laughs) Good luck and luck. I mean, yeah, good luck. I mean, some people, I mean, you never know, because some people have done Rap God easily. But, yeah. Who knows? We could find a cover of some guy just doing it immediately. Like, you know, you never fucking know. Like, some nobody. You never know. I, You know, that's the interesting thing about the world as it is now, is that at any given moment, somebody could just upload a cover of a song to YouTube and just like that get famous. Yeah. <laughs> Justin Bieber. Um, yeah. And speaking of Justin Bieber, that new song, Yummy, is fucking weird. I've never even heard of it. Weird. Let me sum it up for you as best as I can. I don't, all right? I don't think I want you to, to be honest. Oh, you ain't got much of a choice. <laughs> Fucking great. First of all, it doesn't sound like he even wanted to do the song. Sick. That's how yeah. we like to start it out. Yeah. And his he's got pink hair in this video for whatever fucking reason. And... Okay. There's just so many things about the music video that literally is making everybody who is a conspiracy theorist, especially now in 2020, post Epstein didn't kill himself. Um, everybody's suspecting that he's a victim of child abuse now and that this is his song to talk about it. All right, now I'll actually have to like sexual to abuse, song. obviously. I'll have, to, I'll have to listen to the song because I've never. I didn't even, well, I don't follow Justin Bieber, so why the fuck do I care? But now that you got me interested. You wouldn't have known about this song because it's not getting the same amount of press that anything else he's done would have. Well, yeah, because it's probably not catchy. And it's probably, oh, Oh, no, it's definitely like what you'd expect from Justin Bieber in terms of like pop, bubblegum, pop, garbage, noise. So, So Walmart radio. Guess Walmart it. radio that's overproduced and I immediately heard that fucking jingle. I want to blow my fucking head off. I I, I know. Like, Walmart radio. Fuck off. Those, you know, the people that like host that are the most annoying people. Oh yeah, and it's funny because like that they have also they have diversity in that fucking podcast which is the funniest part that is the you couldn't get a more whiter black dude on that fucking <laughs> podcast wait 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 you're lying to me 
I'm dead ass serious. There's one black guy that's the whitest fucking person you'll ever meet. I swear to God. You can't hear it, dude. Like, if you ever go to Walmart and you're listening to the podcast, fucking listen to the black guy. He is the whitest fucking black guy. You will well, how do you hear. know which one's the black guy? Oh, trust me, you know. Trust uh, me, you know. I'm, well, now that I know, I'm going to be listening for it. Damn Listeners. straight will be. <laughs> Listeners, if you if you have any information about that, please send us an email to the new music podcast at gmail.com. Or if you just Pat want to tell us how how silly you think his white guy voice is. Oh, it's fucking stupid. Probably it's just putting on the voice stupid. for Walmart radio. I mean I mean obviously. I mean they they're they're getting paid by corporate, so obviously. Oh, you know they're making some money. Oh, you facts, know dude. they're making some money. Facts, dude. If I, if I'm not even gonna lie, I mean, no, I probably wouldn't, cause I wouldn't enjoy that at all. Just by the way, just by the, the, some of the shit that they have to talk about. But I remember, I, I, I would pretend to give a shit about what they have to say for that money. Like it's literally, um, they they do like, uh, cause I'll be hearing it to, or no, I heard it today actually. It was like. Friday, no rules, bah, 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 no fucking playlist, let's go. Like, fuck off. <laughs> like, it's the same fucking song you do every motherfucking day in every fucking week, 365 motherfucking days a year. Damn, oh my god! You're so fucking bad, yo. Oh my god. <laughs> you feel better now? No. <laughs> I still fucking work there. <laughs> Oh my god! All right, uh, moving on, moving on. Moving on. Um, Jesus, I'm I'm going all the way back. All right, so one of the first songs I sent you that I wanted to talk about on this uh on this episode was the song "Limits" by Bad Omens. Did you get a chance to check that one out? That's probably way up there. Oh, it's way up there. This it it did come out January 16th though, and I real quick maybe I'm so impressed by these guys because they. They have such a clean sound, and I don't. I just. I don't get how they fucking do it. How they pull it together the way they do. Uh, hold on, let me get it. What we are Romans or something? Hold on. Uh no, it's uh it's Bad Omens Limits. Bad Omens. Oh yeah 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 yeah. It was yeah. I'm not gonna lie, that was fucking. Dope. And- I got I to gotta say, Sumerian Records, now that I'm starting to see some of the bands that are on Sumerian, um, what the fuck? There's, <laughs> there's such a diversity on Sumerian that it's ridiculous. You yeah. got Poppy, you got Slaughter to Prevail, you got fucking these guys, Bad Omens, you got After the Burial, Asking Alexandria, I See Stars, and Jonathan Davis's solo stuff is on here, Betraying the Martyrs, Veil of Maya, and of course, if you got Veil of Maya, you've got Born of Osiris. So. Exactly. And sleeping with sirens, like this, this, this label is so all Not over the lie. place. I, I love it. Yeah, yeah, in a good way. I don't mean that in a bad way. Seriously, at uh, all. At treehouse all. burning, uh, floating donuts. Um, yo, yo, this song right here. <laughs> <laughs> it fucking slaps. First of all. <laughs> I, I want. I keep wanting to call them like the deathcore version of the Browning, even though Seriously. they are, they're like immure style deathcore. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, you're they right. are definitely metalcore, but they have so many like little yeah. like deathcore flavor type things. Definitely. But what I mean is like they're they're the only EDM 
influenced metal band that I outside of the Browning that I've ever heard that's done really fucking well. Yeah. It's fucking dirty. And these guys are from South Africa, I believe. Uh, Floating donuts. Such a great, clever idea for a song. Seriously. <laughs> the fucking the fucking cover art is amazing. I love it. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, um yeah, they're from South Africa and they're uh they're this is on Beheading the Traitor. Um another great YouTube channel to subscribe to if you want to check out new music. Um <laughs> I, I can't praise this song enough. I think they fucking killed it. Yeah, definitely. Uh The White Bear Project Falsify featuring Bryce of Divine Destruction. Now, I've never heard Bryce of Me either. Divine Destruction. I I'm assuming the band is Divine Destruction and the singer is Bryce, but Yeah, most likely. I'll this this band is from British Columbia, first of all. That's that's a breakthrough because I don't know very many bands from British Me Columbia. Either. Um also Oh, they're partially from Jacksonville, Florida and partially from British Columbia. Yeah, I, I so, happen to see that. But anyway, this is like one of those noisy type um like how do I fucking explain this? Because the when you look at how they describe their genre, it's not slam. Yeah, I love that. It's genre, so, not slam. It's kind of slam, but it's kind of not. <laughs> um, a lot of noise. I'll I'll put it this way: if you're a fan of Anal Nazareth, then you're probably going to be a fan of the White Bear Project. They uh, yeah, they're they're one of the most interesting bands that I've seen, um, so far in 2020. I don't think this is a new band either. I'm pretty sure that they've been they around for a while. Let's see. I'm going to go to their Instagram page really quick. Only 11 posts. So they might just be a brand new band. Oh, who knows? Huh. But I'll tell you right now, like they've got they've got a very interesting sound and if you they've been around since 2019. Looks like their first release was in June. So these okay, guys haven't so been around for a very long time at all. Um, animalistic madness from the minds of Alex Savini. That's my best guess at how you say that last name. And Larry Harper. Um, a sonic display of chaos and carnage. Find us in your nearest forest if you dare. Okay. Whoever wrote that bio for them is a fucking genius because they nailed oh. it. They fucking nailed oh. it. Uh, also, Burden Bear Decay. Uh, you know, I sent you that before I actually listened to it. I, I wasn't really digging it. I'm going to be honest. I mean, and I'm not was, trying to diss them, but I wasn't. It was all right. It. I mean, I'm not saying it was – It's it, it wasn't a fantastic listen, but it was not terrible. Like, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't, like, fantastic. It didn't, like, holy shit, like, this is crazy. It was definitely different. It's definitely different. Definitely different because it says they they're metalcore slash post hardcore slash death metal slash slam slash deathcore and it's like what? Well, if you go to yo, I fucking love this. If you go to their Instagram page, it says they're a six piece melodic hardcore slash emo band from South UK or <laughs> Southwest UK. Um, that's a lot of ideas to mesh together. Yeah. Nothing that that can't be done well, 
but that's a lot. That's a lot to hodgepodge together. That's that's a lot to keep in here or to swallow. But at the same time, I think that if I give the entire album that they're getting ready to release a uh, a full listen, then I might have a, a different. I'm actually I'm actually curious. I'm actually curious about that album because the song, like like I said, it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't like fantastic. It didn't woo me, and it also wasn't bad, but it was it it was all right. I mean, I'll say this: the name of the band is fucking cool, Burden Bearer. Yeah, like, seriously. I think that that's a clever. That's a clever. Uh, I just think that's clever. I like the way that they put that together. This is definitely their first release, and it looks like it came out January seventeenth. Dude, that was the day. So yeah. much music came out on that day; it was ridiculous. Um, and we're still trying to catch up as we're fucking making. As this. we're recording this episode, yeah, we're still trying to catch up with all the music that was released. Because I day. literally just sent him Body Snatcher literally a couple of minutes before we started. Um, no, you mean no. Downswing. Downswing. Why the fuck yeah. am I? getting those confused they're completely see, different bands you see that's what's interesting is that they're very similar but they're also very different and i think that it, uh, if you click on the downswing link it commends the uh <laughs> thought we lost you there for a minute yeah i thought i lost you for a minute i'm not even gonna lie to you um but yeah it they're definitely similar enough that they would fit very well on the same playlist or even yeah. on the same um on the same uh, label, on the same like, label, like for if you if you were to go see Body Snatchers headlining, I would want to see Downswing on that, on that on that bill, absolutely. So let me see here. I'm gonna pull up my release radar because I had some pretty cool shit on my release radar for this week. In this moment, dropped a new song, and this is the first time I've been hyped about anything. In this moment, has done since the blood album and that was a big deal that was like their breakthrough album that really kind of like pushed them out there as kind of like a more mainstream band um and i'm super proud of these guys because they're from our area they're from albany and to see and like i'm pretty sure that she lives in niskiuna um (laughs) that's not that far from me i'm not even gonna lie to you yeah, it's it's very close to us. Yeah. And to know that like someone is doing that well from our area, that that warms me inside a little bit because you don't see very many good bands or I, I should say, you don't see very many bands that do well that come from Albany. Um True. and I'm always I'll always take an opportunity to brag about how I went to high school with her son. Um <laughs> It's not the first time I've said it on the show, and it certainly won't be the last. Her son is cool as shit, even though he's a jock. The only jock I've ever met that I got along with really well. And, Thanks. And, um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> very interesting song. The In Between is the song we're talking about, and it's, uh, I don't know how to describe it. There's just a really, really good flow to it. The music video itself looks like it's setting itself up for a little bit more um, occult-like imagery than what we saw on the most recent record from them, which I yep. can't remember what it was oh called. Oh, my God. Because it was good. It just didn't, like, Ritual. Yeah. It was called Ritual. There you um, go. It just didn't, you know, it just didn't do it for me the same way that Blood did. Black Widow also didn't really impress me as much. But I'll say, I 
this song is what we have to expect from in this moment. Excuse me. Going forward, then I am absolutely stoked. Absolutely stoked. Um, and yo, so the word alive is just getting more and more pop. And like, I guess the best way to describe it is like pop punk sounding with this new record. It's like, since they lost their old drummer, they're just not going for the hard, heavy stuff anymore. Yeah. And that's a little bit of a, of a letdown for me, but I'm sure that everybody in the band is happier playing this music than what they were playing before. Um, but absolutely go check out the song No Way Out if you like, um, I guess, the more emo side of metalcore. Whoa, Parkway Drive is putting out new music? Oh. See, this is what I mean. There <laughs> oh. is so much music coming out in the past, like, two weeks that it's hard to keep up. We're definitely going to have to check this out after the show. Um, <laughs> hit us up on Instagram or the new music podcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you think of uh, Die Lear by Parkway Drive. Oh, shit. Oh, God. I don't think this fucking category will end for or this fucking topic. We'll end for this fucking week episode. This is going to yeah. be a long episode. Yeah, yeah. It, I'm worried that we're never going to get done. No. Oh, oh, oh. We can't We can't be finished with this part of the show until we talk about Chester Bennington. Yes, yes, because yes, yes, yes. Because yes. Grey Days, first of all, um, before I even open this up, I had no idea I was ever going to hear anything new from chester bennington at all exactly. i had, i did not think that was going to happen um so it looks like before um the whole suicide or murder however you want to look at it cover-up situation <clears throat> happened um Damn. okay sorry i i subscribed to the conspiracy theory about this one um but before his death before his tragic passing um, it looks like he was in the process of getting back together with Grey Days to release some of the older music from his, what they're calling his post-grunge project. This I was guess. his band before Linkin Park. I didn't think I was going to like it this much. I, I mean, the, oh my God. Yeah, I, I really didn't think I was going to like it, to be completely honest, but then I heard his cleans like, I mean, I, I'm a fan of Chester's cleans anyway, but um, definitely, uh, I mean, this was back when he had dreadlocks. He was fucking 15 yeah. at the time. He had fucking dreadlocks at this yeah. time in his life. That is that is crazy. I mean, <laughs> if you know Linkin Park and you followed different fucking music videos, he has different hair every fucking music video. So I don't. I mean that 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 does and doesn't surprise me if that makes any sense for hairstyles, but it's good. Yeah, but it's fucking fantastic. The song you want to look for is "What's in the Eye," and the music video is literally just a person's eyeball. Yeah, and, it and shows... I was totally fine with it. I mean, yeah, I was fine with it. It could have been a lyric video for fuck's sake. Honestly, um, I'd be fine the way with that, that they too. Did it. I'd yeah. be fine with that too. But... but it can be a lyric video if you just turn closed captions on. Yeah. True. Might not be 100% accurate, but... 
who who cares? We all mess up the lyrics our first listen anyway. We never really yes. learned them right. Um, but yeah, it looks like dude, it was going all the way back to 2017, um, when he was talking in the right. like in the process of talking with Grey Days about this uh this band coming back together. So if if this is just a taste, I look forward to seeing what's more to come. Um, I didn't know to expect clean singing like that from him. Me either. So it's going to be different from what you might be used to hearing it's from Chester, com- but it's yeah, definitely it's him. Completely different from what from the cleans that he that you're that everybody's used to, but it's fucking good. It's really fucking good. All right. It looks like I have one more that we can talk about, but it's probably not what you'd think. So <laughs> there was a, a joke song that was put out not too long ago, and I thought it was for real. Like, I, I definitely fell for the clickbait on this one. And um, it's it's this, hold on, it's this, uh, like, goth rapper joke song. Oh, yeah, you fucking suck. I gotta dude. find it. <laughs> it was it was ridiculous because it starts off by saying best rapper ever and i'm like what the fuck yeah what the f-? there it is best rapper alive goth mike and um i had <laughs> for the listeners i had to give him i had to give pat a little history on this person because i didn't know yeah. who it was first and then i was like oh wait i know exactly who the fuck this is yeah and i i just i had to talk about it on the show just because this confused me on so many levels because there were so many things he got right about goth culture and then things that he fucked I mean, up about goth culture. I mean, like he had the goth dance in there. They had yeah. the, the dance perfect he, in this he song. Really did. But then he would go, there's like one verse where he's talking about how he can't stand emo kids. And then the next verse he's talking about cutting himself. And I'm like, yeah, get your shit straight, kid. Get your shit straight. But um, apparently Melvin Gregg used to be a Vine He, he was a Viner. Um, he was one of the top people for Vines. Um, I was very surprised that he actually did this because this doesn't seem like him because he's usually like the regular Viners that are like, oh, um, your boys, bro code, fucking uh, fuck bitches, uh, don't look at my phone type of bullshit. <laughs> that most of the people... I feel like this is like a shot at goth rappers or emo rappers almost uh, i mean it is it really is because and like I, that pseudo satanic shit that he like tried to put in this video yeah. was just it was cringy but it was passable for yeah. what i would expect from certain goth rappers with a low budget true <laughs> like it just like as soon as you sent me this i was like what the fuck is this and then um i knew because... right away when i saw him in that fucking wig that that was like you're like ghetto your your ghetto uh mom's wig like yeah. basic straight like well, curled down yeah. to the chin like almost like egg shaped wig yeah it's... <laughs> he's got a fucking quote unquote tattoo in the middle of his eyes of a star black lipstick on and I'm like as as soon as you texted me uh you sent me this and and the first thing that I that that you said was um we got to talk about this on the show I was like yeah what the fuck is this? And I, I looked at it and I was like, well, man, this is another this mother- one that Jen sent me. Cause she didn't know if it was a joke or not either. 
Yeah, it's definitely a joke. But certified um, goth chick, by the way. My wife is definitely a certified goth chick, as much as she might not want to admit that. I mean, both of you were, to be completely honest. Well, not you. You don't stop being goth. You just take off the makeup sometimes. Exactly. <laughs> um, but no, like it's definitely out of the park for him because I wasn't expecting him to like do something like this, but it worked out well because he did it. Took so him to break well. that guitar too. Fetch. Sorry. I'm watching the video as we're talking about of it. Of course. Like, <laughs> and um, yeah, now it's become a thing. Like since that crypt video talking about Nick Cannon's shit. Now, every time I'm watching music videos, I'm watching to see if people are actually get like lip syncing their parts. Right. Yeah. And of course their guest feature, whoever the fuck he was, totally had no idea what he was saying during the video it looks like he was drunk while they were filming him which whatever you're having a good time who fucking cares it's it's a video it's not it if it's a joke like like it looks like then it's who definitely fucking cares? a fucking joke it's definitely a fucking joke if it's not a joke then i'm sorry this has got to be one of the cringiest things i've ever seen True. if you think that you're gonna go around calling yourself the best rapper alive meanwhile Eminem just broke a fucking world record. No big deal or nothing. <laughs> and I just realized that I sent you uh, the Body Snatcher song, Never Homesick. I was just, no, I just have to scroll up. Did. You did send me that. I did. Damn. And that was right before um, the last... Uh, we recorded the first episode... Or the last episode... Yeah, and then man. I just sent you that out of nowhere. <laughs> All right. I think I think that concludes this week's episode, or at least this part, this week's... Um, new releases. New releases part of the show. Um, let's wrap this up and get into topic of the week. We'll be right back. This is the part of the show where we tell you guys how sick you are. I'm going to take a really quick shit. <laughs> so your feedback allows us to improve ourselves as we keep this show going. So whether you love us or hate us, you can call us at any time at 518-360-1134. Again, that's 518-360-1134. And if you're an artist or you know an artist that you want to talk about on the show, just shoot us an email at thenewmusicpodcast@gmail.com. And don't forget, guys, we also have the Instagram and Facebook group where we post lots of daily content. Just remember, we're three regular jackoffs from upstate New York. We don't bite that hard. So feel free to shoot us a message with anything you got. Now, now.